whistle is blowing, and that signals another episode of the Entrepreneur's Locker Room Chat with a Champion. Your host, Steve Brosman, a former national track champion, multi-Amazon best-selling author, and successful entrepreneur, interviews leaders in their field to give you the tips, shortcuts, and strategies to help you change the game you play. And now your host, Steve Brosman. Hey everybody, Steve Brosman here and it is the Entrepreneur's Locker Room Chat with a Champion. I don't say that lightly because today we have a real champion in a very specific niche and one that is super, super important. Mr. Adam Houlihan, who is what I would regard as Australia's Mr. LinkedIn himself. Welcome along, Adam. G'day, Steve, and uh, great great to be with you. Just a quick background on you and uh, you've got your own company and we're going to hear how rapidly that grew very shortly and that is called Web Traffic That Works, which is always very handy. But most importantly, you are a dual Amazon best-selling author and uh, you just told me that you're just finishing off your manuscript of your third one. You're a crazy person like me onto their third book. But uh, most importantly, a book that I have beside me quite regularly and that is the LinkedIn Playbook and you've also got another one, Social media secret source which is brilliant you are the founder of the 12 week influence challenge which is great we're going to talk about that and LinkedIn to success so uh, we have a lot to cover that I'm, I'm sure going to have people and me in particular hanging on the edge of my seat but first and foremost uh, how did you get into social media and running your own agency yeah, it's a, it's a good question, Steve. It, uh, it all started uh, probably about five or six years ago. And I was actually running a, a company for someone else. And uh, one of my roles there was to really uh, see why other competitors in the world were doing kind of better than these guys uh, in the retail space. Not to say these guys weren't doing well, they were kind of exporting to about 65 countries. And... Um, what it turned out to be was that uh, the guys that were doing really well were just really good adopters of social media. And at that point, I really didn't know anything about social media. I, I had a Facebook account like we all do. but That's that <laughs> that yeah, I actually never seen Twitter. Like, uh, you know, well, Instagram didn't even exist. And uh, so I just really dived into and really understood that social media was going to make a um, you know, it was going to be an integral part of business in the future. And uh, so I went from a zero start to, to where we are today fairly quickly. But um, uh, my wife sort of, you know, well, I used to say it was a passion and uh, she says it's an obsession and uh, <laughs> probably right, but uh, we won't go there. But uh, in, in that journey, I just kind of found that LinkedIn really made sense to me as a business platform. I really wasn't that into social media as a you know social sort of thing to do but I was really into it as to how it could drive business and uh, LinkedIn just totally made sense so um, yeah that's uh, that's how we went from five years ago to where we are today. Yeah the thing that I'm going to love talking to you about is you've come straight into social media is how can I use this in a business sense? Not just how can I get on there and you know chit chat and you know put the photos of my cat out. You've studied and analysed and, and dived into it and say what is in there that I could leverage. And it is so interesting that uh, the platform that you've really gone to on a business sense was LinkedIn. And a lot of people don't think uh, that that is the case. So, what are the first couple of things that attracted you to LinkedIn? 
Well, yeah, you're right. Especially when I first started, everyone was kind of laughed when you, you sort of spoke about LinkedIn and, and as business, they all thought it was, a, you know, a platform to just have your resume, and a, you know, a job site. And to be fair, that is where it's where it started, uh, but it's certainly evolved, you know, incredibly since then. And probably, you know, if we put a line in the sand of where it really accelerated, I would say that was when it was purchased by Microsoft. And um, you know, the the power and might of LinkedIn itself. I mean, let's face it, they were sold for twenty six billion dollars. It was no lightweight, yeah. but. Uh, you know, Microsoft's resources to put behind it and the, you know, the changes that have happened in that, that very short time. It's really, you know, if you knew how to leverage it properly, and, and I would say if you knew because most people don't get it right, uh, it's, it's an incredibly powerful platform. And I, I built an entire business off the back of it. Yeah, and it's interesting that uh, I don't think many people would actually say this. I actually spend more time on LinkedIn and doing my business on LinkedIn than I do on Facebook and you know, my people are on both. But uh, yeah, following some of the stuff that um, I've taken out of your book and what I've learned from other people as well and trial and error, that it, it's very successful to be able to, to do that. And I'm going to share a couple of stories later if we don't actually get to them about some of the way people think how LinkedIn is and, and should be used. What, what would the biggest mistake people would be making when starting off on LinkedIn? Well, narrow that down to one. That, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> Look, if we, if at starting out point, I would say the biggest mistake is that they really don't put the time and effort into their profile. I knew and, you were going to say that because uh, your book has got some great tips about how to set up and, and structure your profile. So yeah, please continue. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so exactly that. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's really, it's almost like your own personal website and the, um, the ability for you to really uh, succinctly give people a, a snapshot into who you are and what you do uh, is very, very powerful. But um, I find most, well, not, I wouldn't say most, but a lot of people, uh, you know, just don't really put some that effort into say writing the, the, the summary of, of themselves and obviously the position descriptions around what they do or their company. And to be honest, say, let's say they don't think outside the box. Uh, LinkedIn kind of sets things up in little uh, boxes and you're kind of ticking off the boxes and go, yeah, I've got that done. I've got this done and whatever, but there's a lot of ways. Uh, and like you said, it's, it's kind of a lot of it shared in the, in the book that you can really give yourself a, a really rock star type profile very, very easily. And when I say, you know, it's a bit of work, it's, it's a few hours work. It's, it's not, uh, it's not like building your own personal website. If, if you kind of know what to do, you can really do it in, you know, in, in half a day as a, as a worst case scenario, half a business day. So. Yeah. Give me one or give my people one profile hack that they wouldn't have thought of that you teach in your book and you teach and you do for your clients that, uh, yeah, they wouldn't have thought of, but they can actually implement fairly quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this one, I would say this would be the most powerful one and you could literally do this in 10 minutes. Uh, now, I've like, got my pen ready just to make sure I have time. <laughs> <laughs> so like all, all online platforms, LinkedIn works on keywords. You know, they want to show you in searches. They want to you know, know what uh, you want to be shown for. 
and you've got to have some congruency in about three places of, of using the same words. And of course, those words need to be the thing that you want to be found for. If you thought of it in an SEO term, if you wanted to be found for something, what would that be? Um, so like for myself, that might be LinkedIn expert as, as, as an example. So you've got to have that phrase in your professional headline, which is the section directly underneath your image, the profile image. Now, by default, when you set up your profile, LinkedIn will fill that with whatever is your position description, but you can edit that and make it anything you like. So it doesn't nice. matter what you put in there, as long as you use a very, very specific keyword there. The second place you want to have it is actually in your position descriptions, um, the, the, you know, how it describes what you do. So for example, I would say the two most redundant terms that are used on LinkedIn as a what you do would be CEO and general manager. Complete <laughs> waste of time and the biggest waste of the massive, the, one of the most powerful keyword sections. So again, if you looked at mine in that, that section, it says something like um, um, LinkedIn expert and uh, social media strategist. So actually kind of, you know, take two bites of the cherry on that one. The third place is in the skills and endorsements. So the top three skills are what LinkedIn kind of think you want to be shown for. And it does, you know, there was a lot of conjecture around those, those skills when they first came out. And people were thinking that you had to put something like, um, you know, I've got copywriting skills or, or whatever, but think of them as keywords. And again, you should have powerful keywords in those sections and it should align with, you know, the things you want to be found for. It doesn't have to be the one thing. It can be two or three things. And if you look at mine, you'll, you'll clearly see it's, it is two or three things, but that go and try and do that in 10 minutes and uh, you'll start popping up in more searches pretty quickly. <laughs> I think I can hear people hitting the pause button right now and they're just running off to do all of that because that's very powerful. And uh, I'm pretty sure that when I went through and went and had the book beside me going through my profile, making sure I was ticking all the boxes, that was certainly one of the things. But it will be one of the things that I will be checking as soon as I get off this interview. Now, let me share with you a post in a group. And it was a big American group and they were you know, selling high ticket items, et cetera, et cetera. It was probably about uh, 12 months ago that they were saying that LinkedIn was a waste of time to sell on. Now, there's two parts to that. Um, I am going to get your opinion first before I tell you how I answered it. <laughs> so people that say that it's a, it's a waste of time to sell on. Yep. Well, then, well, the first thing I would say is I 100% agree with them. It is a waste of time to try to sell stuff on LinkedIn, uh, as in, you know, pitching your product or service all the time. And that's one of the, you know, if you, you asked me earlier, what's one of the big mistakes people do? If there was a number two, it's that. It's, um, you know, LinkedIn's real power is in positioning yourself as a, a real industry expert or thought leader, you know, influencer, whatever the, you know, the buzzwords of the day are. Uh, the reality is, is that that's one of the biggest, um, uh, sorry, one of the best, uses you can use it for which is not to say that you obviously at some point you want to be um you want to be letting people know what it is you do but 
you know, take LinkedIn out of it and it's something you know, you know, extremely well that marketing is really a, a process of getting people to just take the next step. And uh, so, you know, in layman terms, you've got top funnel, middle funnel, bottom of the funnel. Uh, bottom of the funnel, just if you know, people aren't aware of it, is where you're, you're asking people to buy something. Top of the funnel is where you're just kind of getting them, you know, interested in what you do. And that's where LinkedIn sits really well. It, you know, getting it, filling that top of the funnel part, uh, it, it does ex- exceptionally well. And then you've got to lead them on a journey through, you know, a process of steps before they're ready to buy. Well, you pretty well took the words out of my mouth for the first part of it because I think these people just wanted an automated sales process where they could just push a button, throw out some rubbish and people would come and buy from them. The, the biggest thing that I see LinkedIn behind what you just said as far as your positioning and positioning when you do it right as a leader and or an authority in your marketplace is to create conversations. And when people do this right and they're putting their posts out right and they're uh, connecting with people in the right way, not just a blanket, hey, how many people can I connect to? Then they actually do start those connections, those conversations, and that turns into relationships and those relationships turns into cash somewhere on the line. Would you agree with that? I 100% agree with that. And you, you kind of hit on a, a very important thing is, is how important content really is now. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people think LinkedIn's just about connecting with people who, you know, are their ideal clients or potential clients or whatever, and then, you know, shoving their stuff down their throat. It's, it can, your content really is what will separate you from the, you know, the people who are um, not really generating any revenue through uh, LinkedIn and the people who are. And maybe just to share some some stats with you on that, um, to give you an idea that there's, there's roughly 550 million people on LinkedIn. 549 million of those never generate any, any form of revenue whatsoever out of, out of LinkedIn. There's only about 1 million of that left that actually are content creators, meaning that they create their original content on a regular basis and less than a hundred thousand of those who actually do it the way LinkedIn wants it done. And if you put that into percentages of the people who are, who are really leveraging the platform, well, you could do the numbers yourself, but it's uh, (laughs) 0.02% of people on LinkedIn actually, you know, really generate you know, high quality sort of um, returns. And the crazy part is if you know the formula of how to do it, it's it's really not that hard. I'm going to ask you that in a second. And one of the things that, uh, you know, I put and promote out there is first and foremost, you create your positioning, which is okay, going to be your, your profile that you do and got to be very clear on your unique outcomes that you provide your people and then it's a matter of create the collateral and getting it out there. And that is all about getting the really good content in a way that LinkedIn wants it. Uh, I'll get to how they do want it, but uh, one of the big transitions that I've seen in LinkedIn over the last probably six months or more, it has been the push towards videos. And I see your great videos up um, yeah, a couple of times a week. And how do you find the videos versus the static posts? It's a, it's a good question. The, I mean, obviously all 
uh, social platforms are really going towards video more and more. Uh, Facebook's been there for a long time. Even Instagram, as, as you, you know, just recently you know, introduced Instagram TV, which is long form video as opposed to where you could before it was very short form, less than one minute. And LinkedIn is, is definitely doing the same. The, now, I don't know this for a fact or anything, but um, one, well, one thing I do know for a fact is LinkedIn very recently hired um, a gentleman by the name of Peter Roybal who headed up the, link, uh, the Facebook Live implementation. He now works for, for LinkedIn, so it's a pretty strong indicator of where LinkedIn is going to be going. In Man, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, look, link, uh, video is, is very, very important. Again, around the big mistake you'll see it yourself on, on there all the time is that the video content is, you know, it's, it's such a big effort to create good quality video. If you don't put captions on the videos, um, which is, you know, the, the words relevant to what you're saying, you're leaving a lot of money on the table because 85% of all videos online get watched without sound. So you really have to go to that extra mile now and, and if you're going to do video and make sure you caption you know, your, your videos. Cool. Okay. Now share the secret as to how does LinkedIn want their content? Because there's a couple of nuggets that you put out on, because um, you host a, a monthly Q and I ask Adam anything. Um, but what is the secret to doing it the way that they want it? It's a two part, two part answer to that. The first part is making sure you don't do it the way they don't want. And <laughs> that's very, very simple is, um, you know, you cannot put links in your content anymore that are you know, URLs that click off to websites, landing pages, blog articles, anything that takes people off the LinkedIn platform is going to get suppressed. Uh, and how that works is you know, the, it's all bot based. The bots come along, takes a look at the contents you know, within a few minutes of you uploading it. And if it sees a clickable link, um, then it's immediately uh, suppressed out of people's feeds or very quickly suppressed out of people's feeds. That doesn't, just to be clear, that doesn't mean to say people can't see it if they go onto your profile, but they're not seeing it in their feeds. So that's the first part is you've got to make sure you don't kind of do that. And, you know, the interesting part is, as you said, you know, six months ago, well, actually a little, little longer now, but... Um, you know, late last year, if we were having this conversation, it would have been the complete reverse. That was actually what your strategy would, would have been all about was, you know, linking people off to, to other opting into stuff and, you know, showing your content through your blogs and things like that. So that's what you can't do anymore. What you do need to do now is use a mixture of native video. So it can't be YouTube links or um, Vimeo or anything like that. You have to natively upload the file into, into LinkedIn itself. And the short form status posts, which is 13, 1300 character maximum um, posts. Uh, now everything on LinkedIn works in character counts, not word counts, but to give you an idea, 1,300 characters of text is roughly about 200 words. So it's very short, very punchy. Um, and then that, including an image attached. Uh, so you've got to use all three. If, if, even if you had the, the best videos that were known to man and you did nothing but share video three, five, five days a week, whatever, eventually they'll start to suppress the content because they want you to share a mixture of video, written content and written with images. 
Some brilliant things there because I know um, it was only when I heard you say that don't put links in because, you know, I'd be putting videos up and I'd be linking them to go somewhere. And, yeah, sure, I was, was doing okay with my views. But, uh, yeah, having the link, as I think as you suggested, put it in the first comment and so that they can actually see it or if you're writing about it and just say, look, there's a link below. And that's in the first comment as well, but just not in the actual uh, post itself. And I think that's made a, a significant difference. And I'm telling all of my people that that's, that's a rule that they do have to follow. And, and putting a mix of, uh, of content out there as well makes a, makes a massive difference, which is fantastic. Now, tell us about the, uh, the 12-week Influencer Challenge. What's, uh, what's that all about? Well, it's basically, it's a, it's a group-based program where people get to spend 12 weeks uh, with me, uh, all on, on Zoom, of course. So we have people joining it from, from all over the world. And we really go through these, you know, all these, uh, what we're talking about now, but in, you know, obviously in, in really high depth on how to set up your profile correctly, all about how you create content and all the little hacks you use to, to do that and the tools. Um, your strategy, of course, what's the type of strategy that you're going to implement and how you build that strategy. It's, it's really designed around making positioning you as a real influencer on the platform. I don't mean a LinkedIn influencer like the Robert Kiyosaki's of the world or Richard Branson's. I mean that you position yourself as highly influential in your industry, but using LinkedIn as a platform to do it. That's, that's essentially what it is. Fantastic. Now I know you are a very, very philanthropic person and very heavy into B1G1. Uh, first and foremost, tell us, well, tell the rest of the people, what uh, B1G1 is all about and um, the interesting ways that you actually do use it because um, I've been on the other side of the coin when I connected with you. Um, I, I got a couple of things from you which was, was very cool. So tell us all about that. Yeah, so just quickly, B1G1 is, is well, it's a short for buy one, give one. It's essentially, um, it's a, B1G1 itself is not a charity. Uh, it's, it uh, raises a lot of money for over 800 different charities around the world and uh, sort of, um, I suppose, vets them to make sure that the money is really going where it needs to because, um, as you're probably aware, a lot of times, yeah, you know, when we give to charity, not uh, not too much of it actually gets to where it's supposed <laughs> to go. Uh, with link, what what I love about B One G One is they they actually guarantee and share their uh, all their results that a hundred percent of what you give goes to the projects that you're you're wanting to you know to uh, support. So that's really what they do. But how we do how we kind of um, use that very. Um, uh, innovatively, I suppose, is like you were alluding to when people connect with me, I'll, I'll send them back a, a little message about, you know, because we connected, uh, 12 kids got uh, uh, vitamins that will help them prevent blindness. Uh, when like the 12 week influencer challenge, our kind of tagline on that is, um, you know, is 1200 days. 12,000 entrepreneurs, 12 million impacts. And what that means is we're, we're running this challenge over 1,200 days. Through that, in that 1,200 days, we want to have about 12,000 people go through that, that, uh, that program. And for every person that uh, does, 1,000 families get access to life-saving water. Uh, and it's something we make happen on, on behalf of every person that comes through the program. 
So at the end of this chat, I'm going to get some contact details. There's probably going to be about three, four or five different reasons people want to get in contact with you. So we'll make sure that happens. And, uh, you know, buy one, give one is a, is a phenomenal uh, program and a phenomenal project. Before we get into the Fast and Furious 5, have you got any more last-minute tips for somebody particularly using LinkedIn, either starting out or as a seasoned professional, they could actually leverage that to, uh, to get themselves out there? Uh, I think one of the, the simplest things and the most powerful things, uh, you know, this is not my saying, it's been around a long time, but uh, you know, there's a saying that says, uh, you know, your network is your net worth. So LinkedIn is that ability to really connect with the right type of people. So what I would suggest is don't just connect, don't just accept connection requests from anyone because they, they send you one. Uh, make sure there's an alignment with those people and make sure you're outbound sending regular connection requests to the right type of people. But make sure you also give a short note as to why that, you know, why you want to connect. And of course, that would never be because I want to sell you this or, or I want you to sign up to my four week that or, or, or whatever. So uh, be, be sort of a little strategic in, in how you go about doing that. I, I laugh at the connection requests that I get as I, I see we have, and their, their English is not very good. I see we have many connections thought we should connect. And I just look at them and depending on where, or what, and I, I just click away. But sometimes I, I get caught and I click through and then within seconds, I get this, you know, basically it's a spam message. And it's just like, yeah, yeah obviously the bot people. And um, yeah, one of the other things that I'm seeing out there is, a, is another um, hack is not real photographs. And they're putting uh, very attractive photographs on there with unreal uh, qualifications and things like that. Now they might have a, a photo and I'm not being sexist of a very attractive female and they're a business development manager for a software company in India. And, and, you, know, <laughs> and you just look, look at it. I, I'm in getting down to the point now that if somebody's that interesting and they've got those qualifications that, and they are on social media, they should be on Facebook. And when you, you do a search on Facebook for that name, they just don't exist. And you think, well, yeah, there's, a, there's just a fake hacker uh, that's just going to rip into you and just clog up your spam inboxes. It's, uh, it's a platform that people are getting in and starting to hack from. So uh, share with us, please, where can people get hold of you and uh, connect with you? And I'm sure LinkedIn is going to be one place. Uh, LinkedIn is certainly one. Uh, and then, of course, the other would be just, just my uh, website. Uh, probably my personal website is the best one, which is just adamhulahan.com. And that's with an A, hulahan, not hulahan. Correct. I just wanted to clear that because as you start typing, Google will send you the other way, but uh, make sure that you do that. And, uh, and just to remind them that the, the book that they really should get is the uh, LinkedIn playbook. Did I get the exact words right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The LinkedIn playbook. Look, just go and find it on Amazon. It'll be on his site because uh, it really is a playbook. You just put it beside you, you work through it and you'll, uh, you'll give your profile and everything on LinkedIn or an absolute makeover. So Fast and Furious 5. Yeah. They're never really Fast and Furious because we get some really cool and really interesting answers. But uh, the first one is what non-business, sport or activity, would you like to be a champion of? Oh, oh, 
I'd have to say cruising. I, I absolutely love cruising. I uh, actually do some work with Royal Caribbean and, and they've got me addicted on it now. So we, we do it two or three times a year. That's right. You were telling me you get on there and you speak and it's just a, an awesome thing. I, I just can't wait for Hunter to uh, jump up and be 18 and we'll just leave him and Pam and I because Royal Caribbean, we're, uh, we're members of that as well. So they're our favourite cruise line. So, okay, I'll have to uh, put that on my, my list. Or, you know, if I have to, I could just go off by myself, couldn't I? You could. <laughs> okay, one personal thing that you would like people to know about you so they can understand you that little bit better. Uh, I, I think it, it would be what you see is what you get. I, I, I'm kind of not, well, I wouldn't say surprised, but often in interviews, people say, oh, we see what you like online, but what do you really like? And I go, well, I really like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, and that is, I've, uh, I've known you for a while now, and it, that's just you, just real and raw, and you are, uh, what you see is what you get. Okay, the next one, what one habit would you like to change? habits that I'd like to change oh I would say I, I would say spending not enough time at the beach the uh, I definitely need to spend more time at the beach okay that's a good one it's uh and living where you are up on the Gold Coast uh, you've got a few beaches to to choose from so uh, no excuse just make the effort um who or whom plural have had the most influence on your life Oh, it definitely would be plural. Uh, there's, there's the, the obvious, my, my beautiful wife Julie. Um, but uh, more on a, if you say on a, on a, it's on a, obviously on a personal level, but on a business level, uh, I have two mentors that I um, cherish and uh, seek the guidance of regularly, which is actually Paul Dunn, who, as you you were alluding to before, is actually the chairman of B1G1. Um, and another, another pretty cool gentleman by the name of uh, Dr. David Dugan, who's based in mm -hmm. Brisbane. Yep. In, uh, he, well, now he, he's definitely one of my mentors, but uh, he's also now my business partner. So uh, those, two, those two guys would be the, the key people. I think I told you when we were having a conversation months ago that I bought my first ever marketing program um, in 1984 from, um, from Paul Dunn and Chris oh. Newton. That's right. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and he, and I've, I've told him this and he's had a dramatic impact in my life because I took that program and absolutely fell in love with marketing. It was just, okay, I could not get enough of it and uh, uh, bought a few more of their programs. So uh, uh, I knew you were very heavily involved with Paul and the, the buy one, give one and uh, him as your mentor. So uh, very cool that uh, he's still doing what he does and he, and he does it well. Now, the last question, it's always an interesting one. If you were to be the answer to a quiz show question, we've done something significant enough to be the answer to a quiz show question, what would you like the question to be? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I would say I'd, I'd like that to be uh, kind of aligns with one of your other questions. I'd like to be the, the entrepreneur known for spending the most time at the beach. <laughs> Uh, and that's that's good we've had lots of great and crazy answers to this one so it was uh it's always a great way to finish off with a with a laugh I, I do enjoy spending time with you and thank you so much 
for this because it was almost a LinkedIn workshop and people are going to get some great value out of it, which is what we want to do in the entrepreneur's locker room. So if you guys enjoyed this and got some great information out, make sure that you do subscribe. Make sure you do follow up Adam because he's got some great information. And we're going to have another fantastic chat with the champion real soon. Cheers. Well, that's full time on this episode, but don't forget to subscribe, rate, and we'd love you to leave a comment. Head over to the Facebook group, The Entrepreneur's Locker Room, where there'll be some great bonus content to help you step up and play a bigger game.